At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Hello, women and gents. I'm here to dispense the best in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, and more on the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm delighted to host this week's edition of Talking With T, the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. It's June 12th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Jewish Holocaust victim Anne Frank, whose famous diary gave a full account of her life in hiding. Also, the 41st President of the United States, George W. Bush Sr., Today on the national calendar is recognized as National Peanut Butter Cookie Day and National Red Rose Day. On this date in history in 1991, Michael Jordan leads the Chicago Bulls to get his first NBA title. It is also the date in 1963 when Medgar Evers was assassinated. And a little known fact, the will of David Dixon in 1886 left Amanda Eubanks as the wealthiest African-American in America. Dixon was a slave owner, and he willed more than half a million dollars to Eubanks. His relatives contested the will on the grounds that it was illegal for a white man to leave property to his black, illegitimate children. But the will was sustained by the Georgia State Supreme Court. This is also the date in 1994 that Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman were murdered, and this led to the trial of the century. Accused spouse O.J. Simpson was tried and acquitted of these murders, although many believe that he indeed was the killer. The theme for this month is just chill in June. We are halfway through the year of 2017, and there are a lot of issues going on in our communities and our country. We may have some personal things going on in our lives and we're often busy with work and family, but I urge you, as others have often advised me, to take some time to just chill out. Give your mind and body a break and find some time to relax. Let's turn our attention to today's happy highlights. My first happy highlight is about a garbage collector in Columbia who has created a library for children, all from books he gathered that had been discarded in the trash. It started 20 years ago when he found the first book, and now he has over 25,000 books, which he keeps in his home, and he keeps his home open to the public as a free library. Other drivers began giving him books as well, and since local media started calling him Lord of the books, donations have been pouring in. My second happy highlight is about the staff at a Little Caesars in Michigan who saved their tips for months to send a Nigerian co-worker home to see his family whom he had not seen in five years. They saved $2,000 and their employer agreed to pay the difference. I just want you to know that each week, I spend just a little time sharing these happy highlights because in times such as these, 
It is important to remember that the world isn't all bad. There are some good people doing some good things. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T. All right, listeners, you know, it's my favorite part of the show. And I'm welcoming today to help me with trending news in our Monday Minute Quick Bits, our own T.I. Pam, our top investigator, which I know most often instigator, and tipping Tarika. Professor Jay is under the weather today, and we hope that he recovers quickly. But we're going to jump right into our news. So put your ears on speed dial and try to keep up, because there is a lot going on in the media that caught our interest this week. So first of all, Melania Trump is finally moving into the White House. And, you know, we honestly thought that she was going to stay clear and not go through all that trouble of packing up her stuff to move in for what we hope would be a rather short stay there. So did she leave her boo in New York? Well, you know, I don't know the scoop on that yet. Professor Jay did make mention last week that uh, there is suspicions of her being in some type of relationship with, Is was it a bodyguard or somebody there in New York? I'm not sure, but, no, she's moving to the White House. Mm. Yeah, I think she's going mm-hmm. under pressure. I believe they're putting some pressure on her, and, and I don't know if it's, them or if it's him. Uh, I mm-hmm. believe she's gotten her arm twisted and she don't have a choice but to go on down there. And she don't look right. Happy. I seen her getting off the plane today. Or, uh, <laughs> and, and, and she put her pocketbook in the opposite hand so she didn't have to hold his hand going down the steps. See, if you can still uh-huh. read that body language. They, they oh, still, okay. Yeah, they still got some body language issues going on. It, it ain't all it ain't all good in the in the house, so we gonna see how this gonna gonna pan out. All right, all right. Well, Mary J. Blige has been ordered to pay temporary spousal support to her ex husband in the amount of thirty thousand dollars a month. And I was sitting there thinking, who in the heck are her lawyers? How in the world did this happen? This is uncalled. And then the thing is, thirty thousand is. A low amount from what he asked for. He asked for like 168000 a month. Now, mm-hmm. why do you need that much? You see what they said. Temporary. What's the difference in temporary spousal support? Can, can y'all explain that? What does temporary mean? Is that only for a short time? Well, that's what yes, the word would imply. Yeah, the temporary is that this is what he gets until they the final judgment. They're giving him something. Okay. And then when the final judgment comes, he may not get that, or he may get less, or he may get... More. That's why. Sign a prenup. You got anything more than fifty dollars in four hundred one k? Sign the prenup. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then on top of that, they making her pay him back spousal support. Yes, yes. I think it should be a clause in there. If the spouse cheats, you shouldn't be obligated to give a man or a woman anything. That's right. That's what I agree. Yeah, with that. that makes everything I, null and void. Right. And also, his spousal support should be what he spent on his mistress, see. Because, see, from what they said, now what I've heard now, who knows if this is true, allegedly, he took her on this mistress on lavish trips and spent money. Well, it's like to me, that should be counted as his spousal support. He done spent out. He should. Yeah, he spent it in advance. 
Yeah, his, his spouse is support in advance, so he shouldn't get nothing. Well, Adam West, star of the 1960s Batman show, dies at the age of 88. And because I know you wanted to know this, the winning Powerball ticket was sold in California. It seems like there was a single winner for the $447.8 million jackpot, which is reported to be, pull yourself together, it's reported to be (laughs) the 10th largest lottery prize in U.S. history. Mm -mm. Y'all need a moment of silence? Yes, please. Mm, Please. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, authorities in Mississippi are investigating two crime scenes, one with a severed head and another one nearby with a headless body. And, you know, I was thinking this sounds like some mafia-type stuff or some – I just finished catching up on Power before the season premiered, and it looked like something that you might see on that. But the head was found on the front porch of somebody's house now. And then the headless body, which had been burned, was discovered less than a mile away. Yeah, that is some some hitman stuff. That that's a lot to burn the body and just cut the head off, then burn the body. Why did this then burn the the head attached to the body? What was the point of cutting the head off? Because they want well, the that to identify. They they want the person who was for to be able to know exactly. There ain't no mishap. Ain't no confusion about who it is. That's why they didn't mess the, the head up. See. That that right there uh, is a message. That's the yeah. monster stuff that sounds like to me. Mm. Can you imagine you walking out your front door and a head be sitting on your porch? Oh, Lord. Oh, I've been passed out. First of all, you probably <laughs> think it's something fake. You probably think it's a joke. You know, right. you're not going to really think this is a real person's head. But you probably think, oh, somebody's playing a joke or whatever. Then you get closer, you're like, that's a real head. What the? But I bet, like she said, it was a message. Whoever's house it was, that was a message to them. Because oh, they yeah. intentionally left that head on the porch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, yeah, that was a message. Well, there was another workplace shooting in which five people were fatally shot by a former employee in Orlando, Florida. And the killer reportedly went through a warehouse singling out his victims before killing himself. And you know what? Stories like this seem to be coming up more often in the news as well. Yeah, they do. I don't. That's why when people get mad at work and go off and be mad, I call in the next day. Never <laughs> <laughs> come back again. I'm gonna hear about it because I'm not gonna be there. I y'all better quit making these people mad and letting them run out of here mad. And, mm. Right. Mm. Most time I've heard it's supposed to. If you gonna make somebody mad, affirm they say do it on Friday. Right. That's what I've heard. They said do it on Friday. Then they got two days if the place is not open on the weekend or whatever. They say do it on Friday in the evening. Mm. Give them time to calm down. Yeah, I don't know if it gives them time to calm down or come up with a plan, but (laughs) that's always been kind of what I've heard. (laughs) Yep. Mm. Well, check this out. Nick Gordon, y'all know who that is, the guy found legally responsible for the death of Bobby Christina Brown, was arrested for attacking and kidnapping his current girlfriend in Florida. Did she not know him before she got with him? She had to know who he was. Yeah, no comment. Probably, yeah, 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 I'm sure she might have knew who he was. She, he might have been talking to her when he was with But I tell you one thing, the boy's conscience probably whooping him. Yeah. His yeah. conscience is probably whooping him. So whoever he come in contact with, especially female, 
he he may be one of those that you know just gets just believe in laying hands and everything. So I I, I wasn't shocked when I saw it. I kept when I saw it and read it on the Facebook. I kept I said looked at the head and kept right on scrolling. Mm-hmm. Me too. It does. That's why I say he's a tro- troubled young man. I always has been. It seems like that's how he got in the life in the first place, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a disturbing story about a 34-year-old man local to us here in Knox County. Now, this disgusting individual was found guilty of impregnating a child, not once, but twice. Once when she was 10 and another time when she was 11. And so my immediate question after reading the headlines was, how in the world did this happen twice? The guy's name is Trendle Ray Brady, and evidently he was dating a family member, and molested this girl from 2005 to 2010 and i'm just gonna stop right there because i know tip and tarika has a lot to say because she's been warning people about uh having your children around any kind of old body but anyway he had uh been molesting her i saw that looks like what about five years but the victim didn't report what happened until 2015 and at that time he admitted to having sex with the child but during the trial, this nut tried to blame it on his twin brother. Anyway, sentence is scheduled for July 20th, and, and in my opinion, there is no amount of time sufficient for what he's done. But now my question is, if he molested her for those five years, 2005 to 2010, she didn't report it to 2015. Somebody knew she was pregnant both times. Well, what happened to so, the baby? That's what I want to know. What happened to the baby? They said oh. he did it when she was 10. Then 11, what happened uh-huh. to the baby when she was 10? Right. And then who who did they think was the, the baby daddy? I know they didn't think that she was actually sexually active at 10 and 11, and they just brushed it off. So nobody suspected him during those two times she was pregnant. So I guess this 10, 11-year-old was just having unprotected sex with different people. I, I really doubt that. Well, we might, you know, you since this is local... Yeah, because we, we got questions. It's not even making It's not adding up. Yeah, where are I'm kids? just trying to figure out, well, more so than that, where are her family members to have him still walking around among the land of the living after they found out that he's been having sex with this little girl? And let's not be mistaken. We're talking about a little girl. Ten years old is like fourth grade, and he's 34. Uh-uh. Yeah, and then like Tarika said, did they abort the kids, or did she have the kids, or where are the kids? Because that could have all been eliminated with a simple DNA test. Yeah. Well, they did. You know what? Now, the story did say something about a DNA test, but it just said that it was confirmed that he was the father with a DNA test. Now, that implies that, there are kids. that a child or some DNA is something. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's a disgusting, disturbing story. and. There's another disturbing story. It involves a woman in Ohio. Now, she's facing criminal charges because this nut, she done duct-taped her 11-year-old son to a chair while taking her other child swimming. So Susan Meliza was arrested at the YMCA after a relative went to her home and found the boy in the basement. He was taped to the chair. His mouth was taped as well. And when the police got there, they said that child was cold and shaking. And this is following now a previous report of in April of last year when a child had told one of his school counselors that a woman had hit him with a hammer 
to discipline him. Mm. Now, I heard of a belt, maybe a pot, a pan, a racetrack. Y'all know. But a darn hammer? No, never oh, heard of no. And why she didn't mm. take that child swimming? What did they do when they couldn't go swimming? Well, it didn't say what he had done to instigate it, but I don't care what he did. You don't darn duct tape no child to those right. parents. And anyway, how old was the well, child? Eleven. Oh, no. Somebody well, she don't have time to think about it. Huh? She duct taped to a chair. Yeah, see how she like it. Yeah, see see how she works. Somebody, where did she get that that technique? You know, never heard that? of that one. <laughs> never heard of that one. <laughs> me, me. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I, I mean, I don't know. I've heard before, eye for eye, two for two. But maybe when people are committing these crimes or these acts against people or doing these crude things, maybe their punishment should be that they receive that same treatment, whatever it is. So if they won't do it no more. Yeah. Wait a minute yeah. now. Wait a minute now. Some people don't like it. Wait a minute now. We can ready to move on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, let me see what my next story is. I don't know what's going on with people. Oh, here it is. Mental illness. Mental illness. We know some people right. suffer from mental illness. And we shared this on the show, and it's sometimes difficult getting them the care or treatment they need. And unfortunately, what happens is we'll see a story like the one I'm getting ready to share, a tragic story that results from someone with mental illness actually being left out in society to survive pretty much with limited mental facilities. So this story is about Nicole Arrington Clark. She was released from a mental institution in 2010. And when... I guess these people get released. Where do they go? I mean, where can they go? The street. Yeah. They just, and if they, you know, even with the juvenile ones, when they get of age, you know, they age out. They just put them on the street and let them the facility that will take them. And that's, you know, that's right sometimes. I mean, yeah, the, the mental illness is real and the facilities are limited. I mean, you see them, you can, you get the gas station or it's red light and you see them on the side of the road and, you know, dancing on a corner with no sometimes no clothes on, and mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't understand. You know, why these people don't have facilities and places taken them to jail? You know, I don't think. Well, I know that's not the solution, but I mean, you have to have some places to go, and it's really sad when you pass them up and you, you know, they see that in their butt naked and walking up and down the street butt naked, and I mean, broad daylight, and and they don't. You know, they're just like normal people, just walking like you and I. They just don't have any clothes on. Right. And they really don't know, like, what's going on. Because this lady, Nicole Arrington Clark, let me tell you, she got charged this past Thursday. She stabbed two of her grandchildren and her own daughter. Sadly, her 18-month-old granddaughter died from the attack. But Mm. you know she didn't know what she was doing. She had lost it. She she's sitting there stabbing her own child and grandbabies. Yet I'm sure had she been somewhere where they had been able to treat her or care for her or whatever, she wouldn't have been out to do that. And you know, we like I said, we hear too many cases where people are allowed to plead. What's that defense? Uh, Mental insanity, or yeah, yeah. Te- whether it's temporary or permanent, or whatever. When they plead mm-hmm. the insanity defense because they're just out here 
But anyway, speaking of that, we're talking about mental health. James Hardy, the third former wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, he had been committed to a mental institution in 2014 after struggling to cope with the end of his NFL career. And tragically, he was found dead in an Indiana River this past week. His family had reported him missing on May 30th. His disappearance and death are now still under investigation. So, of course, we have prayers of comfort that go out to his family because it doesn't matter if they're mentally ill or not. They're somebody's child or brother or uncle or whatever. So, um, you know, we just hate to hear stories like that. Now, this next story, I had to read it twice because I was thinking to myself, this is crazy. In Jersey City, the police were chasing this car, okay? The car ended up crashing, burst into flames. And then you can see on the video, this man, he's on fire. The man is on fire, and the police are, like, kicking and beating him. So my first thought was this. Okay, this had to be excessive force because although the police were chasing the suspect, and I don't know what the suspect had done, I'm just not sure how far he could get or how much harm he could do to somebody while he was on fire. But that's not even the case here. The guy that they beat up was actually an innocent bystander. He just was happy to be there when the car crashed and caught on fire. So now you can see they're beating this man up. He already got hit by a car on fire, and now he's getting beat up by the police, and all he was doing was walking down the street. And then they uh, got the wrong, wrong man on top of that. Of right, right. Right. So the mayor said, and he responded quickly, he said that they are IDing the officers. They're going to pursue termination and criminal charges. They should do that with all of, all of them. I think that'll cut down on the way they treat people, especially innocent people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm not too sure that there aren't some mental health issues or some type of characteristic that's running through a certain strand of police officers. I don't know if it's people who've had limited exposure to diversity. It's people that get on the force because they've been bullied and now they're looking to be bullies or they have a need for power. But it's something, some kind of strand that's flowing through them because it's not isolated. You know, it's not like, okay, well, it just happens in the South or it just happens in the North. It is everywhere. So it is something. I'm not sure what it is. And the scientists, they might can get on that while they're looking to discover the oldest human remains and all that kind of stuff. They need to be trying to figure out what DNA or strand is causing people to have that much hatred um, in them and then congregate in one type of profession. I'm going to just sit that right there. Yeah, so that's it for our Monday Minute Quick Bits. There are two stories trending in the news that have been kind of going on all week. And the first one is the Bill Cosby trial, and the second one is the James Comey hearing. So starting with the Bill Cosby trial, the prosecution rests in Bill Cosby's trial this week after testimonies, and the case boils down to this. Multiple women accusing Bill Cosby of drugging them in order to engage in sexual encounters without their permission. And so 12 witnesses testified against him, and he's pled not guilty to these charges of aggravated indecent assault. And, of course, outside of the courthouse, you know, we have our street courts 
there's a controversy going on um, as well because many people are wondering why the charges would come up on the now he, he has, well, he is legally blind, 79-year-old Cosby after so many years it passed. And now the primary defendant, Andrea Constant, she did go to the police in 2005, but the prosecutor at that time didn't press charges. And then there are others that find it hard to believe that all these women who have come forward could be lying. So earlier, Cosby had admitted to giving women quaaludes. And in fact, this is what ultimately led the district attorney to filing charges against Cosby. During the opening statement, the assistant DA said that trust, betrayal, and the inability to consent, that's what this case is about. I think that he did it. For one, he admitted to it many years ago. I don't know. The only thing, difficult thing I have is, you know, he seemed to have been paying some of the women out. And then when the money ran out, they came forward with it. So, and then one of the women didn't they say that she was still was keeping in contact with him, and you know, you know, called him and wished him happy Valentine's Day and different things like that. And I, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not sure who would want to keep in contact with the rapist. Well, right. didn't they say that one of the, the woman on the stand was they found they caught her in a couple of lies, some of the dates were wrong that she originally said. Yeah. They didn't then caught her in two or three lies. That just goes back to you waited so late, so long. You know, well, keep in mind now, she did report it. Now, she did report it in 2005. She really didn't wait long. But what, what I think back in 2004, 2004, 2005, and I think, yeah, her mother, you know, eventually convinced her that she needed to tell somebody. At first, she was scared, thinking nobody would believe her. But my thing is this, and I tend to agree with uh, what some people shared. At the end of the day, he's already admitted. His statement was that he gave quaaludes to women with the intent of having sex with them. When did he say this? He said that in 2015 when the charges first came up. Well, you know he's seen now. Do you know? Do we know what he's seen? Yeah, he, I, I don't know if people see now or not. I'll tell you what he said. They said he was blind. Oh, they didn't say nothing yeah, about him being seen now. They can't hold that again. That man's mind ain't good. That man done lost it by then. I'm just saying. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm like this. Everybody ain't lying. Why are we cheating on Camille anyway? So that's I one problem. I haven't seen her at nine court dates. No, she has oh, not. She has not publicly supported him to this day. Not one time has she publicly supported him. All right, so the last story triggered in the news is about the James Comey hearing. Now, I made note of the hearings as a lot of people did, and there are a lot of opinions. And and I know that Trump supporters, they are definitely diehard. This man, in my opinion, said what he had to say with a straight face. It made sense to me. He didn't have any problems under oath calling Trump out, and there were some suspicious things that went on. Now, number one, like he said, Trump asked to meet with him and then asked all those people to leave the room. So, yeah, he's probably nervous. He in there one-on-one with that crowd. I almost said something. I might get in trouble with the Secret Service. Hold on. Let me get my thoughts together so it come out right. So, I wouldn't want to be left alone in a room with him, and he definitely... We're talking about mental health issues. I don't know when people are going to publicly admit 
but he had some mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And when he tells somebody, okay, I would hope that you do such and such, to me, it's like me telling my child, I hope you hear what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. just a way that I phrase it. What I mean is, you better not do it again, or we're going to make this go away. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that's how he took it. But now, of course, Trump is saying that he lied. Comey is saying that Trump lied. Hmm. Where are the odds? Yeah, exactly. Well, and McCain, he had like he didn't know what was going on. Oh, bless his heart. Yeah, this all of this has been too much on him. You hear him kept calling, kept saying President Comey. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. he was confused. Didn't he get it mixed up <laughs> one time with the uh, with Bill Clinton's case? Yeah, I said, it. okay, what was he talking about? Oh, no, yeah. China got disoriented in that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was too much for him. He might have to sit the next one out. But now Trump said he would go under oath as well. First of all, that, that doesn't mean a hill of beans to me because he is lying and conniving. He don't have an ounce of faith or spirituality in him. So him holding his hand on anybody's Bible and saying anything don't mean nothing to me. He don't care nothing about no oath. Oath don't mean nothing to him. Now, yeah. let, 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 let me say this. I believe that Comey, because first of all, Comey already fired. Yeah. And Pam told us how to get fired, Pam. He was once, he was at a meeting and it came across the TV and he was fired. He was like, they looking at him like, that's like, James, is that you?
and the scheduled performances and workshops for the Knox County area will be led by young people, volunteers, and staff of the Carpet Back Theater. The workshops will be offered for dance, poetry, hip-hop, storytelling, arts and crafts, and much more. The theme for the day is I Can Do That. For more information, contact Joshua Lucci at 606-733-0926. We discuss many topics on Talking With T. And if you would like to share your thoughts and opinions, call area code 865-409-1170. We would absolutely love to hear from you. We also want to continue our celebrations of T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you know of anyone worthy of these nominations, please visit the website and nominate a top teen or hometown hero. There is always so much going on in the media. We just don't have time to report it all on the show. You can find out more information on the stories we report by visiting the Talking With T webpage. Stay engaged and keep up with trending news and hot topics by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm telling you, you need to make it a point to visit the Talking With T social media outlets and just scroll through the page each day to stay on top of what's going on and to stay aware of issues that are important to the community, important to our nation, and important in our world. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or Spreaker. And new shows will continue to drop each Monday. Now, you can even visit the webpage and the latest edition of Talking With T will play immediately. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. The first step to getting what you want is having the courage to get rid of what you don't. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.